Zero Chance Podcast. This is the most amazing thing we've ever done. Uh, we are currently here with uh, our first guest of the day, Skip Shoemaker. Shoemaker, Schumacher. Schumacher. I've been called worse, so whatever. Yeah, that's on me. Yeah, At no, least you're I good. caught it right away. <laughs> uh, I'm Brady Phelps uh, with Rick Romero, as always. And Skip, thank you so much for joining us, man. So this is a, a little bit of a surreal experience for us. We've had a podcast for a few months now, and uh, we had been talking to the Padres about being able to come and hang out on the field and get to talk to some of the players and coaches. And so, lucky you, you draw, did you draw like a, a really short straw? How did this happen that you came out here to be with us? No, I'm happy to do it. I'm, I, I enjoy listening to you guys, and so I'm, I'm excited to be uh, one of your first or the first guy on the field to, to get interviewed. You are certainly the first on-field Padres uh, employee to be interviewed by the Zero Chance Podcast. So I'm not sure if we're going to hand out a plaque for that or not, but we, we, we just might. I'm looking forward to my gift. <laughs> You're going to get a gift for sure. Get one of those chairs at Thunderhawk. How about that? That's right. Yeah. Our, our, so our, our sponsor is uh, Thunderhawk Ailments. It's a, a brewery and tasting room in Miramar, and it's like got just amazing beer, and I've got dirt in my eye. And uh, and the, the beer, they have like uh, these chairs where you can be a sponsor and have it on the back. So anyway, you might have just earned one. So... Yesterday, during the game, uh, Mejia, walk-off, grand slam. What is that like for you in the first base coaching box to watch that unfold, the full scenario, the rookie, the walk-off, all of it? Tell yeah, me about it. Uh, first of all, it's, it's, it's a blast to see the young kids get an opportunity. Um, you know, where we're at it, it, as an organization is not maybe the funnest part for the fans is, you know, the win-loss record. But the flip side of it, you get to see a lot of these young kids um, – you know, go through some growing pains and also have some success here in, in the big league level. And to see a kid who was just traded over, trying to get his feet wet, get comfortable in a new organization like me, he is, and uh, you know, have a walk-off grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. I can't think of a better way to start his career in San Diego. So um, for me, it was it was exciting. Two outs, um, exciting for me. I didn't have to go extra innings. Uh, <laughs> but yes, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, to see we've won, you know. 60 games so it's been uh it's been a tough year so far when you get those moments yeah when you get those moments uh we'll take them every day of the week and that's what's cool is that parents who had their kids here last night when they remember and when they look back at the 2018 season they're not thinking about like oh that was the almost 100 loss season or whatever they're thinking about do you remember being there for the walk-off grand slam from Mahia, and I think that that's so cool. Yeah, and hopefully they'll they'll remember his first walk-off, and you know when he's here, you know eight, ten years from now, they'll still remember that. And so that's that's kind of what we're trying to build here is have these young kids, you know, have those huge moments that they can build upon and um, and have and carry over into the following year. So I get curious. I know that you had come out. Help me help me out with the timeline. So you had come out. You were going to possibly you were with the team with spring training and then there was a transition where you you know decided you were going to end your playing career but then took a little break and then came back as a coach like how in the world does all that like as fans we don't know how that stuff unfolds like what did they see in you as a player slash soon to be coach like how did that all unfold yeah so in 16 um i, I thought i could do it one more year and uh about a week into spring training, I knew just my body wasn't capable of doing it anymore. On top of, I just wasn't good anymore. Um, so <laughs> I saw a lot of the young kids that were coming up, and uh, I knew I was pretty much overmatched. And it wouldn't be fair of me just to take a roster spot just because I was that big league veteran guy right. off the bench. And, um, you know, that that just I didn't feel good about it. I needed to make an impact 
on and off the field and not just off the field if you know if I was going to do it and I didn't feel like I could do that you know and help out the team so um, I knew it was time was a tough decision but really difficult but um, as soon as I, I ended um, Andy Green and AJ Preller asked me if I wanted to be a part of the organization in any way and I was absolutely open to it I only live an hour away and uh, I didn't know exactly in what capacity, but I knew I wanted to be part of it. It's all I've known right. baseball. Yeah. So uh, AJ asked me to be a, an assistant to him for uh, you know the first year and kind of go around the minor league affiliates and see what I thought was what you know needed help in departments and what we were good at in other departments. And you know, there's Mark Loretta does it and Steve Finley and Trevor Hoffman. So we got a good group already. They didn't need me to like. I've never heard of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So Schumacher. Exactly. Who? Oh. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, it, um, but the neat thing is, is um, you know, it's so fresh out of the game that I still had a lot of relationships with other organizations and and you know I knew personalities in case we needed you know free agent type things and um, and so it was a it was a good um, a good way to uh, transition from uh, playing career to uh, you know coaching career and right. after a year of that they asked me if I wanted to coach and um, like I said before I didn't have to uproot my family I'm an hour away right. easy easy transition for me yeah that's awesome very lucky so, as somebody who played many years in the in the big leagues, um, you Rick? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clearly me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, so this team has a very young nucleus. Like, how how cool is it to kind of like see all those young guys come through the system and they're starting to come up this year and starting to produce and stick at the big league level? Yeah, I think the the best thing for a coach is to see uh, you know these young kids come up and, and their dreams come true their first day walking yeah. into the big leagues. Uh, I remember that that happening for me, and um, so I know the feeling that they get. We saw an emotional wick the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, in his interview, pretty neat, pretty cool. Twenty six year old, you know, grinding through the minor leagues, yeah. and then you see a twenty year old come up here that never really knew the minor leagues, and this is the big leagues, and this is what it's supposed yeah. to be like the whole time. So. <laughs> You have the, you know, he's like, oh, I didn't know it'd be yeah, so easy. So easy. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, again, the, where we're at in, the, in our organization is we're going to see what guys can do up here. And sometimes it's better to develop up here to, um, to go through the growing pains up here because in year two or three, you're ready to roll and you're 23 years old. And uh, so that, that there's also a benefit to that. You see that with the Cubs and the Astros and that type of thing. So um, it's, it's fun to watch, uh, but it's also, it's also fun as a coach because you know that there's a lot of developing left to do. Yeah. And so if you have, a, if you're a coach on a veteran team, they don't listen as much, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but the young guys, they'll listen. So that's kind of a neat for, thing for me. Yeah. So I want to be respectful of your time. I know that you got you just got a game to play tonight, and you're coaching. But I, you mentioned something earlier about you know being so fresh out of the game that you still had relationships within the game. And uh, tell me about it, it was Wainwright, right? The battle that you guys had with your the prank war going on back and forth. Uh, like he had his name and number like stitched on like your clothing like can you give, give us a little backstory about what yeah. happened and where are we out in the prank war whose turn is it yeah so Adam and I have been uh, friends since uh, I guess 2005 you straight over from Atlanta over to st. Louis and uh, the, the first day uh, my my wife and I met him they asked us if we wanted to go out to dinner um, you know kind of an icebreaker and at, uh, so we said sure and we we're just going to go out to like a kind of a fast food restaurant in memphis like a barbecue joint yeah. and they came over uh she came over in like this prom dress and he came over in a suit and tie <laughs> and i'm in a shorts and t-shirt <laughs> so that's how it all started i knew he was like up to no good yeah right, right. Yeah. so fast forward to this year they come into town i leave a breakfast menu on his door uh for 5 30 in the morning for all everything to come in 
uh, it's like $200 bill, stuff that he doesn't want to eat right. for sure <laughs> at the Omni. And so he retaliated by putting uh, on my getaway day outfit where everything else is packed. So this is what I'm wearing on the plane. Uh, he had stitched on Wainwright, his number, and then I'm two, my butt cheeks, uh, five and O. Oh, the, the logistics to go uh, into that is like so next level yeah like you had to be kind of impressed it was good the so then i game. yeah i retaliated and had a car dealer put on uh adam and uh in a richard simmons or what's that guy the 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 swend the old guy you would know what's the what's the aerobic guy richard uh or uh it's not simmons what's the guy's no, name no i feel like yeah, it's yeah, it is yeah. richard simmons, simmons. yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy with the the, the fro yeah, the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're nailed uh, it okay yeah so i had him uh, with the shake weight but i superimposed adam's face on there <laughs> on his new truck oh that's right you yeah. had the whole decal yeah. so i decaled it but you it doesn't peel off like you have to have it like professionally, professionally. Taken so he had that on for about 10 days so he wasn't too happy about that so <laughs> it's, so it's an ongoing war the problem is he has a lot more resources than me yeah so i know something's coming back to me here soon so it's his turn really i hope it's even but we'll see so I, if you don't mind, we have another guest coming up, and I think my next question involves both of you. So I would love to bring on Travis Shankowski, if that's all right with you. If you yeah, can. no, Just absolutely. One, like a couple more minutes with yeah, us? Yeah, of course. Hey, Travis, can we <laughs> – um, hey, man, how are you? Brady yeah, Phelps. You Good to see you. This is Rick Rivera. <laughs> hey, Rick, Rick, Travis. Uh, this is Skip nice Shoemaker. I don't know if you guys yeah. have met. Schumacher, sorry. Man, you got it wrong um, again. Gosh, that's, that's 0 for 2. <laughs> so uh, the reason I'm bringing you in uh, is because – we just heard a great story about how his daughter is a huge fan of yours, and that is why she chose number 16 to be on her soccer jersey. Is that true? That is very accurate. It's incorrect. Yeah. And I'm very proud of it. Yeah? It's incorrect. Uh, he, it's she wears incorrect. number six. She's 18. She's eight years old. She wears number 16. Travis wears 16. He assumes that they are uh, fans of his. They are not. Interesting. So, yeah. so what you're suggesting is that Travis is a liar. Because he is, I think, confused, confused. <laughs> yeah. misremembered, that type of stuff. See, this just happened yeah. the other day, which is pretty cool because he asked me to come out and sign because I was the team's favorite player, and then I I hadn't met Skip's daughter before, and, and I saw just sixteen so surprised that yeah, she on the back of the jersey, fan. and I was like, oh, sixteen. I was like, that's a cool number. Skip said, that's my daughter, and I said, oh, do you wear sixteen because of me? Just yeah. out of curiosity. Uh-huh. And she said yes. That couldn't be further. <laughs> very. Uh, maybe she also incredible likes story. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Also, maybe. No, it's I a lot know. of, it's an interesting story. It's, it's a fun an story. interesting story. It's a story. fun story for the podcast. That is fun. Uh, yeah. That's good. Um, Skip, thank you for taking the time. We're going to we're gonna talk to Travis. Um, I don't know how we're going to get tangled up in this mic, man. You got it. Um, Thanks thank for having me on. Again, Appreciate so much, it. Yeah, you got dude. it. it was Anytime. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Travis, welcome. That is the uh, weirdest uh, switching of a guest transition in history of podcast. Um, welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for making the time for us. Thank you for having me. Um, so I saw that, obviously, Skip is a good friend of yours because uh, you guys can mess around with each other like that. He was rocking the Oakleys on top, as are you. I also oh. recently got a pair of Oakleys, and Rick had the audacity <laughs> to tell me that they were now out of style. Ooh. How do you feel about that? Oh, Rick, come on. What are you How wearing? Do you what that? do you got? I got some knockarounds knock here. Knockarounds? Knockarounds. I mean, I, I don't like hate knock on knockarounds, but right? I don't know why you have to hate on yeah. the Oakleys. I mean, come on, dude. Oakley's been around. They're the sunglass. Come on. <laughs> what do they need to do to step up their game? I mean, <laughs> less blades. That's a good point. That's less a good blades. Point. Yeah. Like, less blades. Is, so, so here's the thing. Like, when he put them on his face, 
to me, to me personally, looked like he needed to put like a whistle around his neck, throw some short <laughs> PE shorts on, and tell people to run some laps. This is, this like, is he's mean like a little PE coach. You guys got some history or something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's calling you out like I know. That. So mean spirited. <laughs> um, okay. I, there's what's great is that uh, Nikki and the team here at the Padres, of course, they said, hey, we're going to let you come down on the field. And then they did not tell us at all who would be joining us. They were going to surprise us. We had us. no clue. So we had no clue. So, yeah. of course, we have no time to prep. So this is like where we, you know, figure out, what, are we any good at this? <laughs> so I recently heard a statistic that you were in, is it the top five in the National League in steals and not even playing every day? Is that is that correct? Is that, are, you, are you at double digits yes. in steals? Yeah, 24, I believe, right now. Yeah. And yeah. is that – I? That's amazing. Like how you're not even playing every day and you're already on the leaderboard. Like what is there is there a way? I mean, I know for a while when, you know, guys like Ricky Henderson or guys like Vince Coleman who were just ripping bases like crazy. Like how has the game evolved now? How do you think that base stealing is viewed differently now versus it was like in that 80s, 90s era? Yeah, I think it's uh, I mean, obviously, when you had the Ricky Henderson's and, and stuff like that, they're stealing 100 bases a year. I think that's yeah. pretty long and gone. Um, you know, pitchers are just a lot quicker to the plate. They care about, uh, you know, the runners on base a lot more than they have before. Not to mention the catcher's arms, I I feel like have gotten significantly better. Um, so it's one of those things. I feel like the stolen bases are kind of becoming a dying breed. Um, but and, not with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's one of the uh, the tools that I have that I just try and show off. Um, I don't I don't have that power tool, so I need these legs to get moving and, and uh, you know, steal some bases to help the team win. But, yeah, just back to it, I think um, – I think a lot of it honestly just comes from the uh, the importance of one run and yeah. uh, keeping that, that guy at first base at first base and not letting him get in scoring position. Um, I think it's one of the things, I'm not sure if the sabermetrics show it or not, but it's it's one of those things that the pitchers know how vital a run is and us as base dealers, we know how vital that run is and, and we're trying to get there as soon as possible. So it's, um, it's really just kind of that cat and mouse game going back and forth. How closely do you pay attention to that stuff, like the sabermetrics? Like if I say war or batting average, which one are you looking at more closely? Uh, for me, it would be probably be batting average just because it's posted on the scoreboard every single day everywhere right. we go. Because so, right. um, fans aren't like, why are they putting up war things? Yeah. On the <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's a war? I thought we were yeah. playing baseball. Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> but no, I think um, I think there is a whole bunch of uh, beneficial you know, factors to the sabermetrics. Um, for me, I try not to look at them too much. Um, I tell you right now, if, if I have a good game or a bad game, I can tell you two minutes after the game. You know, it's one of those things where I don't need someone to tell me how good or bad right. I did. I know it. So it's, right. I think it's more for the fans. Sheet. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just it's really one of those things. It's it's developing the game a lot more. It's seeing the game from a different angle. But from a player's perspective, um, I think the most important thing is is the guy a winner. You know, is the guy winning baseball games? Is he out there? Is, is he considered a, a, a valuable part to the team? Yeah. Do you, uh, is there any truth to the rumor that your nickname, Freddy, which of course has nothing to do with the name Travis, is because you loved Nightmare on Elm Street as a kid? No. Okay, no, good, because I just made that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were on the right track. I'm like, oh, he might know it. No, yeah. it's, it's Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Is Okay, so I, I obviously have heard that, but that seems like such a weird... So Fred Rogers, and was it used to dress like what was? The no, dude, I uh, I was locked in on Mr. Rogers growing up. Like really, every single day, <laughs> three o'clock, Mr. Rogers is on TV. I'm six inches from the TV watching, like locked in. And uh, I got older siblings, older brother and sister, and they'd come home from school, and I'd be locked in on it. And they didn't like the show, 
So they started calling me Fred because that's his first name, yeah. and I hated it. I would cry. I would <laughs> tattle on them. Oh. Yes, <laughs> dude, it was bad. So eventually, my parents got sick of me like crying and asked my older brother and sister not to call me that anymore. So they were like, okay, and they were probably the smartest, uh, you know, eight and ten year olds in the country because they got uh, their friends and teachers to start <gasps> calling me Fred. So <laughs> oh my gosh, that's downright diabolical. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yeah. So I'm uh, going into school. Teachers are calling me Fred. And no. I'm trying not to cry in front of my friends here. So. So I'm just wearing it. Next thing I know, newspapers are calling me Fred, and it just it stuck, man. It was. No. Where? <laughs> at, at what point? At what point were you like, okay, I'm just gonna embrace this? Yeah, that was. Uh, you're like, I'll let you know when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably about four years down the road. I was probably in third or fourth grade, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to embrace it. So it, it wasn't going anywhere. So, you, you know, you can either beat them or join them. So I just decided to join them because I definitely wasn't beating that nickname. So that, <laughs> that was one of those things that just stuck. That's, that's amazing. Have you seen the, the new Mr. Rogers uh, documentary? So I saw one. Um, I heard there was one with Tom Hanks portraying Fred Rogers. I don't know if that's yeah. true or not, or I made yeah. that up. I haven't seen I that one, but I saw the documentary okay. yeah. about like how we need a, a figure like that for kids to look up to in today's generation. Yeah. And uh, pretty, good, uh, pretty good. Pretty good documentary. Yeah. yeah, you recommend it. I recommend okay. it. I recommend it. I'll kids have to go check out it and out. watch it. <laughs> I think they they basically have like a cartoon version now, like the Daniel the Tigers. Yes, yeah. I heard about and that. Yeah, it's like that. That was kind of their jam while they were in the like three, four, five age range. That's good and parenting. That, good parenting. Thank you. So <laughs> I, I compare you to Ricky Henderson, and you call me a good parent. Exactly. This is a great start to a relationship. And then I get insulted about Oakley Blake. Yeah, hey, and we're, and we're the one who started it. <laughs> like cool people wear Oakleys, and nerds don't. Uh. So I don't know what you want from me. There's not much more I can tell you. Okay, so uh. we have a uh, we have a, a dice. Okay. And so like like we said, like we had no time to prepare for anything. So we just came up with some questions. Okay. And whoever it was, they're going to get this question. We have a dice here. Here's the here's okay. the die. That's singular for uh, dice. I don't know. Okay, die. Yeah. Yeah, the die. And you're going to you're going to drop that bad boy down We have a question assigned to that number. You can just okay. throw it on the dirt. On I don't the dirt? Even care. We'll make Have you you might Gavin our assistant, right? The big boy 12. We got 12. Okay, you were in luck, my friend. Uh, best Michael Jackson song. Wow. I know it's tough. I like. I, can, I could easily sway you with a couple suggestions if you're having trouble coming. I'm, you know, I'm going right stuff? for it, man. Dirty Diana. Oh, yeah. Okay, underrated. Nice. I think it's underrated. Great song. Dude, the video too. Like dirty. That was. That was a, yeah. That was a good video. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> hope I get some props for that one. That's that's throwing it you out should, there, man. Yeah. Dirty Diana. Yeah. You could have. You, you could have gone with a lot more low hanging fruit <laughs> than Dirty Diana. So I'm. I'm yeah. Uh, okay. One more roll of the dice. Yeah. There we go. Thank you, my friend. All right. Oh, ten. 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 Yes, ten. Okay, you're on a desert island. Okay. You can only bring one Disney princess <laughs> with you. Holy which, cow. Which, which Disney princess are you bringing out? Oh, boy. Yeah, this is going to show up on the back of uh, one of your baseball cards in 2019. <laughs> just so you know. Oh, man. Uh, well, my wife's a blonde. I'm, I'm a blonde guy, so I'm going to go with Cinderella. Okay. You know, nice. I got to go. I got to go with Cinderella. Okay. I feel like this question, though, like there really is no wrong answer. Yeah, you can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like you're, you're going to crush it no matter what. Yeah. So, yeah, Cinderella's a Cinderella. Like, nice call. Yes. Blonde. How, how long have you had the hair long like this? So it's uh, been growing since about 2014. I, uh, I, I cut it in double A. And, uh, Worst decision in your life? Terrible, dude. Yeah. I have the smallest head you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, 
It looks like I'm running around with a tennis ball for a head. Oh, so <laughs> to cover up my size seven head, I just decided to grow the hair out a little bit, and uh, hopefully it uh, covers it up a little bit. But I didn't uh, think you had a small head, so dude, whatever you're doing is working. It is a little pea head on there. Man. I know. <laughs> I think the Oakleys make it look like you're rolling at least a size eight. So, like, basically, I think you and Bochi have the same size oh, head. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, he's he's beating me in the head department, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, you got a beat in the beard department, though. So yeah, yeah. yeah this, this beard's uh, more like scraps, but it's it's. it's I'm trying. <laughs> no, it looks great. We're a couple of bearded dudes, yeah. so we can appreciate another uh, fellow bearded man. I really have the scraps here. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, man. We want to be respectful of your time. It's so cool of you to come out. Um, yeah. Thank you so class. much. You're our very first player. Nice. We've ever interviewed on the Zero Chance Pod. So. Um, thank you very much. It's nice to have the very first one be someone we didn't even know who was coming. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully uh, hopefully it wasn't too awkward for you. I have no. no questions prepared on our part. It was an honor, guys. So every day you get to be asked about Disney Princess. I know, right? I know. Uh, I had fun. You guys got to invite me back, man. Yeah, but, definitely. Well, yeah, definitely. you just cursed yourself. So, <laughs> yeah, you're definitely going to come. And next time we'll do it at Thunderhawk Ailments over the summer. And we'll uh, treat you to a beer, and it will be amazing. I'm in. Okay. I am in. Deal. Awesome. Well, thanks so <laughs> much for your good. time, Thank man. You we guys. really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We are uh, with the most amazing guest we've ever had. Sorry to skip Schumacher. No, Don Orsillo's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Orsillo's yeah. not here. We got, <laughs> we got Mark Grant. Mudcat, thank yeah. you for joining the Zero Chance Podcast. I you have to admit, Rick. I almost didn't recognize him with that cool stash growing oh, yeah. up. Yeah, the yeah. more where that came from. Yeah, the off-season <laughs> It's in the transitional in stage right now, but when it comes in, it's going to look great. Uh, so uh, knowing that you were on Agler's podcast earlier in the season, welcome to the best podcast in San Diego. It's so nice to have you. No comment? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, no, good. It's, uh, I'm glad to hear you guys are doing well. Uh, it's super fun, man. Has and it been going well for you? It's been great, and uh, the Padres were kind enough to let us come down on the field today. That's we very got cool. To, uh, we did Schumacher, and uh, Skip's great, isn't he? Oh, he's the best. And uh, and Freddie, Freddie came out. I uh, I asked him if his nickname was from uh, loving Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and he was like, Freddie Galvis? Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Travis Jankowski. Oh, so Fred, I, okay. Fred. So yeah, I yeah, asked, yeah, I asked yeah, him if his yeah. nickname was from Mr. Uh, Rogers. Yeah, well, yeah. I knew it wasn't. Of course you did. Yeah. You're Brady Phelps. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I do. By the way, is that a pancake on your hat? Oh yeah. my gosh. I, you know, I do need to make this into a pancake. Hey, there's your boyfriend over there. There's Don. Hey, everyone, Hi, Don. Don. Hi, Don. How you doing? Hi, John. Feeling left out? Okay. And uh. <laughs> it's, it's not a pancake. Uh. Uh, it's a it's a it's a prototype fryer logo. Okay. And uh, in between the 84 and 85 he seasons. He could have wore this hat. You would have been on the team, right? You would, uh, What years were you with I the was traded in, in 87. Okay, so in 86? Nope. No? You were traded to the Padres. Well, they would have July still had that Settled down, If you would look it. in baseballreference.com, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah. you're usually supposed to do some homework before you have oh, a guess. Oh, really? Right. Before I know so. that what guess is going to be on, <laughs> like I don't know right now. God, just what I thought I couldn't do. No, uh, July of 87, I came over uh, from the Giants to the Padres. Okay. And we wore the, well, it's right here. There it is. There that it was is. on my uh, credential. Up, yeah. I thought for a second that that was an SF, and I was going to get very angry. I know. You know what? People say that, but it's the brown hat with the orange SD. I actually think this well, this is actually ties in very nicely. So when anytime uh, I'm sure the Padres could tell you all about this, but anytime the team does you know a uniform change, they you know have all these prototypes that they decide right. which one's gonna, and then they do all these test cases to see mm -hmm. which responds well with people, all that stuff. So they had a logo, this logo and the hat that was one of the prototypes for the transition from that '84 Taco Bell okay. to the '85 brown, gotcha. brown pennies. And the you know the orange logo. Gotcha. So it wasn't unveiled until 2016 at the All Star Game, 
Andy Strasberg, former employee. Correct. You probably know Andy. Yes, he I do. He came out, and, and the lo- one of the prototype jerseys had this logo on the sleeve. Okay. So we you know, recreated it in Photoshop, put some circles around it. So long story short, I designed it. <laughs> okay. It's too long of a story. <laughs> I've just, what, that's that's two, that's two minutes shocking. of my life I that's can't shocking. get back. <laughs> yeah. You know, though, I, 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 I like it. And I'll yeah. be honest with you. I know there's a lot of people out there with different opinions and stuff. No, not in Padres. Prototypes and yeah. uniform yeah. schemes. Yeah. And I think, me personally, Let's maybe it's it. because I wore it. Yeah. But I think the brown can work. You're you're damn right it can work, Mud. Yeah. I really believe so. And there was a gentleman out there who put out a uniform. It was like, like, a, six like a mock-up or, seven. or something? Alternative home road. Yeah, it was like uh-huh. that uh, Brubaker or something really, like that. Yeah. It really... It really it worked well because here's why, yeah. and I've told many people with the Padres this, and I've told fans this. All right, now you're telling the world. Let's this. say I'm in a bar having a social sparkler. Yeah, heard of And them. there's a bunch of TVs on. Mm-hmm. I can look right now and tell you which game the Oakland A's are playing in. Right. Yeah, Golden Green. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And as a Padre fan, as a former player, as an employee, I want my organization, my team, to be recognizable to the baseball fan in Washington, in New York, in Georgia, in Illinois, to when they're out and about, they can turn on the TV and immediately say, ah, Padres are playing. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to kind of look and say, is that the Brewers or is that the... Right. And if they turn Dodgers, around, they'll be able to see the yeah. logo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and once again, I think it could work. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be where the brown is the predominant as far as, like, I, I like the brown jerseys. Yeah. If, if it's done right. Yeah. But I think it could definitely work. No, No orange, though, and here's why. That's too much Mets, too much, too much Giants, Giants yep. too much Orioles. Yep. It's Which is interesting because you did play with in the brown and orange era. I did yeah. play with the Giants, and you know that's Giants. That's yep. and yeah. once again, this is just one man's opinion. The enemy. Uh, being a being a fan and being a, a player, and um, I just think that it can work. Okay, well that was two minutes of my life. I'll never <laughs> get back. Whoa. Thanks for your time on the podcast. No, we really. I know you were just walking by, so thank you so much. Yeah, for thanks. Yeah. Uh, glad to uh, hear you guys are doing well. And yeah, uh, we're let's, have let's you do on some later. more during the off season. Yeah, that'd be yeah. perfect. All right, sounds thanks good. So much, buddy. Might be well. Hey, well, we are absolutely thrilled to have another, yet another guy. This is like an absolute whirlwind for us. Yeah. Uh, Robert Stock joining the podcast. Thank you so much for joining the Zero Chance Pod, man. Thanks for having me, Brady. Uh, so we, and Rick. we uh, yeah, no, Rick's just see that's a, actually perfect. That should be like the intro of <laughs> so every single one of our podcasts. We get heat all the time because I'm a talker, and uh, and Rick just smiles and nods. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so we were able to come down on the field today, and the Padres were kind enough to not tell us anybody who was going to join us, and so we had no time to prepare any questions, which is great. But the one thing that I, I mean, obviously we know how 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 fast you throw the ball, how hard you throw it. What do you think is the highest you've ever been clocked uh, on the gun? This this winter when I was uh, training for velocity, I uh, threw a 100 for the first time, and I was so excited. I was so pumped up. My next two pitches were 101. And oh, I my gosh. Wow. But I haven't done it again since. So it doesn't. who cares if you do it in the offseason? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but you hit triple digits in a game, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never 101. So, well, except well, for when except I was for so pumped training for I did it once. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, is the key, what is the key to training for velocity? I have no idea what that looks like. Just throwing harder, like throwing uh, heavier things. Like, what does that look like? Well, first thing is you have to have a radar gun to for the trial and error feedback to know if it was actually fast or not. Okay. I think you know a lot of people will go out there with a catcher and without a radar gun to tell you, you're just kind of relying on. Well, that one sound felt you know like it popped the yeah, mid better or right. it felt harder. But so many times, what feels harder is actually just you kind of tensing up. And, you know, that's actually, you know, so you throw it slower. So without the, with the objective metric feedback 
of a radar gun, you're not. Because then you can know what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. Exactly. Interesting. So even yeah. though it feels like you might be throwing harder, it doesn't mean you are. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. that's really that's really interesting. Yeah. So I one of the things that I loved is I love, dude. You do so incredibly well at interacting with people on Twitter, <laughs> yes. with fans, yes. because players, I mean, traditionally suck at doing <laughs> oh, <man>. that, <laughs> and you have been so good. And uh, I know Phil Hughes when he was on the team. Like, he loved having, you know, Padres Twitter fun and whatnot. But I feel like you do a great job of interacting. Like, what is that like for you? Are you worried about social media stuff? Is it fun for you? Like, what's sort of your perspective and viewpoint on that? Well, firstly, thank you, uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, for me, it's as simple as, you know, this person took, you know, they took their time out of the day. They're huge Padre fans or whatever, and they, and, and, uh, they were a fan of me or something. Yeah. And so it's as easy for me as just you know, taking 10 seconds to, to, to interact with that person. It might right. make their, it might make their day or something. Even, like that. even like just liking a tweet, no interaction, no replying, but just like, Oh my gosh, a major league baseball player liked my tweet. <laughs> like that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, like, like I'm aware of that because I'm a fan of, you know, tons of other major league baseball players myself. Right. Uh, and not even baseball, but every other sport. So knowing what it feels like when someone that you look up to or, you know, find interesting or whatnot, uh, interacts with you, you know, that's how I want to give back to uh, people who might find me the same. Yeah. So this season, uh, the Padres traded away Brad Hand, um, and kind of people would thought it would weaken the Padres bullpen, but you guys have gotten stronger. Like, like, do you guys pay attention to any of that stuff? Like, your, your crew here? Well, firstly, uh, I... I highly doubt any any bullpen can miss Brad Hand and say that they got stronger. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we've been lucky enough to have you know guys get called up, uh, me included. That we just you know it's uh, just like any any goal in baseball. Your goal is to go out there and get the guys out. So uh, we've we've done a good job uh, yeah. doing that so far. And we're just trying to keep that keep that ball rolling. Yeah. Man, definitely. I can really appreciate Robert just directly calling you out for making an outlandish statement like pulling an All Star out of the rotation. Yeah. And the bullpen rotation, and then they become better. I'm just saying, according to the numbers, <laughs> according to the numbers. See, this is team, what we learned from Travis Jankowski. These guys better. don't need to look at numbers. <laughs> they don't need to look at numbers. They know if they're doing well. They know that Brad Hand's a good baseball player. Clown. Jeez. That's why we don't let Rick talk that I mean, in podcast. defense, I'm sure he's talking cumulatively maybe our entire bullpen. And <laughs> I'm sure Brad he is, too. It's probably like a completely uh, factual uh, statement, but I just like to find any yeah, opportunity yeah. I can yeah. to make fun of him. Okay, so because we didn't know... Um, who would be coming through on the podcast day? And again, we're very thankful for your time. Um, we brought a dice, a die, singular. Die. And I have a few questions here. Sure. And you can roll this bad boy anywhere on the dirt, and depending on what number it lands on, we're going to ask you some random questions. You cool. in? Yeah, I'm down. Okay, let's do this. Make, yeah, make it like, easier. I might even roll it on this list. Okay, it's, it's going to fall off into the seats, and it's going to oh, be your man. fault. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. What do we got? That is seat. <laughs> and on the dirt, 11. All right, 11. Okay, here we go. Um, Oh, okay. All right. What was your favorite cartoon character as a kid? As a kid, mm -hmm. I was a huge fan of the Magic School Bus. Oh, oh. right on the Magic School Bus. Yep, yep. That was um, uh, was it was it Little Richard that did the intro song? I think. If he did, I was so young I wouldn't have oh, even known. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was uh, the lizard, right? That was yeah. A lizard. Well, Miss Frizzle uh, was the teacher. yeah the frizz. Yep, and she had a iguana, I believe, that uh, I, you know hang yeah. hung out on her shoulder all the time. Yes, so. oh, go. that's good. Okay, yeah. what about now? Do you have a favorite cartoon now? Yeah, uh, well, I, I'm gonna have to split it between South Park and Rick and Morty. Nice. Okay, Rick and Morty. I nice. think yeah. this here, Rick. Is a big this Rick and Morty Rick, fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. Uh, I've got a couple of Rick and Morty shirts I wear around just so that you know, if someone sees it, they're like, "Hey, I love Rick." 
Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody can immediately connect with you. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do one more. Sure, we want to be sure. respectful of your time here, but Let's not see. that respectful. <laughs> All right. Oh, look at the man! You just plugged it. Number twelve. Okay. Um, oh, can anybody on the team beat a Swahe in Fortnite? Uh, because do you play a Fortnite? Because I don't play Fortnite. Oh. You know, I play I play the even more nerdier games like League of Legends or whatever. Okay. Oh. What what are wait even more? So what else besides League of Legends? Like uh, World of Warcraft. Okay, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I didn't know the two. League of Legends one. League of Legends is uh, you know people throw some stats at you about how it's like the most watched game in the world. That's not the Super Bowl. You know, like what? the finals of it. Yeah, because it's huge in China. So, oh my gosh. you know, 1.8 billion people or whatnot. Do you, other, uh, do you have other teammates that you play in that game? Not in this clubhouse, but I've had teammates in the past. Yeah. Okay. So, you don't know if anyone's better than Aswahe in Fortnite? No, but I would bet that some people are just because Cross probably not that good. <laughs> do you play fantasy football? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. Let's see. See, this is uh, probably good for you. That means you can focus more about throwing that 101 in a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you get in tonight get that. and you throw 101, what are the chances that you give 100% of the credit to this podcast recording? Uh, 100%. <laughs> 100% chance you give 100% of the credit. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah. I really need you to hit that 101. I'm gonna, <laughs> Rick and I are going to take that one to the bank uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, dude, thank you so much for joining us and taking the time. It's been really cool. We really yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you very much, you guys. And good luck tonight. We know you're going to hit that 101. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Oh, this is Rick. I don't know if you guys actually yeah, yeah, met. Yeah, okay. yeah, shook hands yeah. and everything right in front of you. I know. <laughs> a small child over here. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, it is our pleasure on the Zero Chance Pod to welcome. Finally. 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 <laughs> Eric Osborne, thank you so much for joining us, man. Yeah. Welcome. I made it. You're, are you all right? You're a little I, rattled right now. Oh, I'm so rattled. This is terrible. You know he's rattled so, when I, I'm able to get words in. Yeah. 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 I usually don't r- let Rick yeah. talk. I can't even speak. So. So for, I don't know, eight months, I've been heckling the Padres and saying, hey, all I want, all I want is to get Eric Osborne on this podcast because, uh, you know, I'd love to talk to him. Huge fan of yours. When, you know, a huge Padre fan. But when you were in Kansas City, I was a huge fan. My wife has family out in Kansas City. Awesome. And Thank when you. you came over here, they were furious with me. Yeah. <laughs> me, like, I, I, like, it was my fault that you came to San Diego. I'll take credit for that. Yeah. And, uh, and so we've been trying to get you to come on the podcast, and, uh, and it – now it's happening and so just now we didn't know you were going to be out here yeah you guys grinded all the way to september look at it's not it's not easy to surprise (laughs) me or get me flustered at all and i can tell there are some people in the background Uh, here that are just eating it up that i am nicole and i had some plans earlier in the day we didn't get to get the run through but i was supposed to be ignoring you guys all day well i tell you what uh, i would have been used to it so Uh, it is so so how amazing let's just get it like last night I, I mean, if, of all the days for us to come and hang out and do a podcast recording, to come the day after a walk-off Grand Slam for yeah. a rookie, I mean, what is that like? Being like the clubhouse leader, seeing these kids, like, tell me about it. That's exciting, man. It really is. I mean, and that's the beauty of it, uh, what's going on now. These young guys are coming up, and I mean, when you come up in the ninth inning of a game, especially when it's tied, I mean, you know, your heart's racing. You, you want to get it done as, as much as you can. and. Uh, after Mejia hit a grand slam like that, anytime he comes up in the ninth inning now, it's it's going to be the game's going to slow down a lot for him. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch these guys. These guys are incredibly talented, and I mean, it kind of reminds me of you know when we were with the Royals coming up at 21, 22, and I mean there's just waves and waves of these guys that you know you come up, you see Fran Mill Reyes take batting practice, and you're like holy smokes, and then you know there's waves and waves behind them that are ready to go. Do you think Fran Mill? Uh, 
can hit the ball harder than Hunter Renfro or Hunter Renfro than Framo when it comes to BP? Well, I tell you what, they're both in my hitting group, so it doesn't make me feel too good about myself <laughs> every day. These guys are launching balls all over the yard, right under the scoreboard. I was going to lead with, like, you can hit it farther than those two yeah. guys, right? And I feel Maybe. like on a good day, you can. Maybe on the right day, on the right ball, on the right swing, but, oh, man, these guys. I mean, mashers. I know. I think my obliques would go if I try to keep up with these guys. <laughs> these guys are they're they're pretty pretty big time. Well, then I don't clock. think that you should do that. We don't want your obliques getting out out of hand here. No, can't have it. So as you said, uh, there was some uh, comparisons to uh, the Royals, like back in the day, like when you were on the team. There were a lot of young guys coming through, similar to here. Like, um, I mean, where where do you see this team going from here? Well, that's that's the whole beauty of this process. Is I mean. You know, you see the minor league championships, you see the playoff appearances all happen, and you, know, you come up to the big leagues, and this is the—I mean, this is the hardest step in the world. It's—you're uh, you know, facing the best guys that have been here since they've been 21 years old, or when they broke out when they were 28. So, I mean, the learning curve is just—it's it's relentless because you know you continuously get knocked down, and uh, that's where the mental side comes in. And you gotta, you know, continue to have confidence in yourself that you're gonna overcome this individually and from the team's uh, standpoint as well. And you know, I think you just kind of you see it on you know days like yesterday, a walk off grand slam, and yeah. you know you just see kind of certain certain games or certain happening th things that happen like that, and that's where you start to think, man, this team's really growing, and it's fun to, to see the whole thing unfold. Yeah, what was it like for you when you not only two things like switching leagues, and then also coming in and, and instantly being you know christened as the team's clubhouse leader just because of your pedigree and your role that you had in Kansas City and the, the reputation that you got, like immediately coming in, new league, and boom, now you're the leader with yeah, a bunch of guys you don't even know. Right, and it was crazy, you know, because obviously I, I signed the, the first day spring training started, so, you know, we got we got to work immediately. Uh, you know, we're trying to get trying to get used to the guys on the field, uh, trying to get used to all the guys in the clubhouse, so it's a different adjustment. It definitely is, but, uh, you know, I can definitely say now I'm comfortable with it. Uh, you know, everybody in there in the clubhouse and out here, we're, you know, we all get along great. We're all comfortable with each other, and. Um, you know, it's it's feels like the beginning of uh, what's going to be a fun journey, and uh, you know we're all really excited for it. So, you're, have you guaranteed yet uh, what year you're going to win the World Series? With the <laughs> I haven't thrown. I don't know if you put that on record yet. That's for you guys yeah. to do. Okay, cool. So, 2019, <laughs> then got it. 2019 Perfect. World Series champs. Okay, you heard it here first on the yeah. Zero Chance Podcast. Zero Chance yeah. So we did. We started. I don't even know if I led with this because I was so flustered when you first walked out here. But we had started the uh, hashtag Hosmer to Zero Chance. Okay. And that was, I mean, God knows how long yeah. ago it was. And then we just kind of was like, it was like, wham, wham, it's not going to happen. And now, now that it has happened, uh, it's nice that you were able to guarantee yeah. a 2019 yeah. World Series victory right here in the park. <laughs> That's so cool. Welcome to the spin zone. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the spin zone. <laughs> so it's first year in San Diego. Uh, have you become acclimated to the city yet? Oh, yeah. I got I got my bird scooter. I cruise uh, nice. into the field every we day. We all rolled up in birds yeah, to come here as well. I mean, that's yeah. probably the most peaceful part of my day. I throw the headphones on and cruise on into the yard. And, uh, I mean, obviously – this is one of the very few places where you walk outside and you're like, man, I, I really want to be outside for yeah. the whole day. And uh, it's beautiful, man. I mean, Will and I were taking ground balls out here earlier. And it just really makes you want to be outside doing stuff, being active. And uh, it's, it's awesome out here. So you're taking ground balls at third now. <laughs> Can we also break that news? <laughs> with my right, with my righty, right, yeah. not lefty, too. So. You know, your, inc your incredible footwork. You're able yeah. to spin faster yeah. than any other player out there. Yeah, we're breaking a lot of news here. Carson Wentz is starting also, just in case. We'll okay. break that, too. Yeah, let's talk about your fantasy yeah. football team. All right, let me ask you this. If yeah. you had to give up one, would it be Fortnite or fantasy football? 
You can only play one for the rest of which one? Would you, which one? Would you I, keep? I'll, I'll go Fortnite on that. You keep Ooh. Fortnite? No, I give it up. Oh, you're giving it oh, up? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I get frustrated with things I'm not very good at. Oh, okay. I mean, Fortnite's one of those games like Call of Duty back in the day. You take two days off and. It seems like you never played the game in your life before. These guys are just getting so much better than you online. So, <laughs> I uh, I like to I like to watch these Fortnite games more than I play, just because I'm not on that level yet. Can anybody on the team beat a Swahe? I don't think so, man. It's he's got good, all the yeah. tricks, and he's got. I feel the like whole... if you run your own like gaming company, you, you exactly you're kind of obliged. Yeah. So yeah. he's Pretty picking good. the brains of the guys. He's he's paying to play for him, yeah. and it's just it's an unfair advantage for <laughs> yeah, all of us. Yeah, totally unfair. Yeah. That's why you have to crush him in fantasy football. Then. <laughs> That's it. I gotta get him in something. Man, did, I don't know how early your draft went. Were you stupid enough to draft Le'Veon Bell like I was? So we did our draft in Cincinnati. It was the night before opening day. So oh, I mean, so it worked out pretty ideal. Social for media, us. you okay. already knew. Yeah, yeah, we knew what was going on, and. Uh, who'd you it, get for your number one pick? I got uh, who did I got? I got eleven, so I went with uh, man. I'm in like three different leagues. So I, I am was, too. I, I can't give Fournette. Seven, I went Fournette. <laughs> okay, which he's kind of in that limbo right now. I don't know if yeah. he's gonna play. I know. I was almost on that start sit panic button uh, last Sunday, so I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's fantasy football yeah. is like one of those things where when you get into it, nobody really cares. But like yeah. if you play and you are it, like. Then that, that's the oh, only yeah. person who yeah. Yeah, the ego through, takes yeah. over. Yeah, you oh, want to yeah. feel like you know more than the other guy, and you know, it takes we, over. Are we, we gonna get him in on our, on our league that we were talking about? Yes, we need yeah. to do a league. Well, well, we, we'll, yeah, we're gonna. So next year we're gonna start a a, a podcast, a zero chance podcast league. Yeah. And uh, we, Lisa Lane, we had done a recording with Fox Sports, yeah, yeah. and she mentioned that she came down and did we like the a big league impact league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I basically said like I could destroy all you guys in fantasy. Hey. I said you're too busy being awesome like real professional athletes, <laughs> yeah. and I'm busy <laughs> drafting Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clown. So yeah, yeah next year fun. we'll give you the look and we'll have a podcast league. Maybe we'll do like an auction and get other like fans in. You're like, I haven't agreed to this. No. <laughs> we can work something up. That that sounds cool though. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking We're news. joining yeah. fantasy We're football news. league. Yeah. It'll all go to yeah. charity. All, yeah. all the proceeds go to It'll charity. It'll go towards the 2019 World Series parade, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Guaranteed here on the podcast. <laughs> um, hey, man, we know it's game time. We're so thankful that you did this. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks be for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you Sorry it was hard to find me. No. But we did it. This is we did it. We're very thankful. And uh, next maybe episode on a bird scooter. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yeah. Safety first. Yeah. Let's you all guys wear on one scooter. I'm on the other. Yeah, yeah. Pull it off. <laughs> there we'll you go. All wear, we'll all wear Madonna mics and we'll just have a little podcast all around town. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right, thanks man. Thank you me, so man. much. Good Appreciate luck tonight. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, okay. Absolutely thrilled to be here on the Zero Chance Pod with Kirby Yates and Trey Wingenter. Wing enter. Dang it. Wing enter. Wing. Enter. Wing. Wing yeah. enter. Yep. Just call so him wingy. With wingy. That works too. Wingy? Wingy. Okay, wingy? see, nailed it. That would have been information that would have been useful about a minute ago, Kirby. Thank you. <laughs> Better off this way. Yeah. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. We are insanely blessed to be down on the field today. We're, uh, we've had players coming through. This is completely unexpected. And uh, we're, we're just thrilled to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys, uh, Rick made a comment earlier about how our pitching rotation has somehow yeah. magically gotten stronger now. That not Brad our rotation, not, here. not the rotation, the our bullpen. bullpen. Yes, and, and numbers-wise, clearly because of you, Kirby. So, how can you attribute getting better now that Brad Head is gone? Official breaking news. <laughs> I guess he was holding me down. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding you down. <laughs> it was tough. Brad was one of my really good friends, but uh, pretty funny. He called balls or pitching coach and um, Darren told him you're holding Kirby down now he gets close and he, you know he's gonna shine and it just kind of was a joke but but it turns know, out it wasn't a joke he was yeah. a prophet I guess yeah. but you know uh, it's kind of weird Brad was really good and so is Simber and you know you lose both of those guys and you call up some uh, dudes from AAA and they come up and they start dealing and um, you know we've been we've been good since and uh, 
it's a credit to all these young guys, Trey and everybody else, for coming up and doing their thing and, uh, you know, being eager to learn and going out there and competing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize, Trey, that you were nine feet tall, first of all. <laughs> um, that's nice to see in person. Um, and I got to show you, I don't, I don't know if you've seen this sort of, like, meme floating around on, uh, on Twitter, but oh, a guy who I don't know named 3-2-Ephus has this, and oh, it he's says... Verified. Yeah, he's even verified. So am I, so it's not hard to get verified. Um, it says Trey Wingen, uh, dang Wing it, Winginter. Trey Winginter is my middle-aged backside. I know Larry Bird in a wig when I see him. <laughs> have you? What names have you been, like, or what people have you been compared to since oh, you've come man. up to the bigs? Some really I know Mudcat, the really, announcer up I've here. I've seen that one. Yeah. Some really flattering ones. Uh, <laughs> guy from uh, Dumb and Dumber with the hair. <laughs> Uh, the guy from Kingpin. Okay, yeah. Mainly the hair throws out off, but yeah, the hair. But Mudcat doesn't have any hair, so there was something a little right. more going on with that comparison. I think that's Larry Bird, like that was a pretty good one. Though. I'll take that one over any other ones. Yeah, he's pretty good yeah. at what he's doing. Yeah, that's so. a pretty good one. Um, so you guys, I can see you're both wearing Oakley blades up on top of your hats. Uh, our boy Rick right here, I was rocking some blades at a podcast a few weeks ago, and he declared them dead and that their fashion is no longer cool. What do you guys have to say about that? I said. What did you when say? it comes to the look on your face, oh, that's oh, what I said. That's cool. That's what I said. So now he's personally attacking me. Yeah, yeah that's, all, that's all it was, really. I mean, isn't that easy to do, though? Attack him? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. No comment. <laughs> Kirby, Kauai. Uh, yes. Tell me about, like, how in the world do you make it from Kauai to the major leagues? Uh... I don't know, man. Just Has there ever been another pitcher from Kauai? That's yeah, made it to the uh, my older brother Tyler made it to the big leagues <laughs> Jeez, too. My so old family member, you idiot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're kind of the only two, so it's pretty neat. Um, you know, my dad played baseball. I played softball when me and Tyler were growing up. Fast pitch, so they were always uh, like we were always at the field. My dad was playing, so Tyler guys were there. And then when Tyler and Spencer, my other brother, got old enough to play, I was always at the baseball field. So I think you know, love of the game just started from there and. You know, I went to college, and I don't really know how to explain it. I'm here. When um, you went to college, I mean, did, what were your? Did you have any expectations of making it to the pros? Yeah, I, I did. I got drafted out of high school. It was like a draft and follow. So I knew, I was like, hey, I might be able to do this. So it was. Uh, you can just say dumb question next. No, no, no. <laughs> it was. It, it was. I was always my dream. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, it was, I never felt like it was out of reach. I always felt, no matter if whatever anybody ever said, I was like, I can do this. I don't really care what anybody else thinks like I know my mind and I think a lot of that was to do is like I was watching Tyler on TV in the big leagues and right. I'm like that's my older brother yeah, like it's in my blood yeah. I can be better than him you know <laughs> just because it's my brother it's a uh, brotherly rivalry or whatever yeah, you want to call it so I think that had a lot to do with it that's so cool um, okay so I want to know from each of you guys now that you uh, in the big leagues who is the nastiest uh, batter like who's the hardest out that you've had to face this out I've had to face. Man, that's tough. I mean, there's so many guys that, you know, I've been watching on TV as early as, you know, sitting there in April and they're watching them in spring training that, that you know, you you, don't, you never picture yourself facing them. But uh, the guy impressed me the most, which I don't know if it's a common answer for everybody, but Lorenzo Cain. He was oh. just, like, he was a ton bigger than I thought. He's a ton faster than I thought. And he, he handled, I mean, he, I think I got him out twice, but he handled what I was throwing to him pretty well. He two shots to oh. the outfield amazing power move that you just pulled by naming a player you got out twice as the most difficult out. That wasn't my face. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, those are probably the hardest two balls I've given up all year, so <laughs> he was impressive to me. I, all right. I what about you, Kirby? Uh, Joey Votto. Um, Heard of him. Yep. 
always tough because you know you're going to throw at least four or five pitches in at bat and you yeah. know you hope uh kind of hope he just hits the ball at somebody and uh when goldschmidt's gone and he's locked in oh it's it's nearly impossible to get him out yeah. um and you, he listens to the pod just so you know so he's gonna right. hear that I, now no. you're inside yeah. of his head you know, yeah. hey take it <laughs> easy. a little more comfortable take it easy <laughs> <laughs> um hey we want to be respectful of your guys time thank you so much oh. one more question oh, one more question over here. Okay. I one more I know. question <laughs> yeah one question, I should say, right, for me? <laughs> okay, go ahead, big guy. So we've been on the Padres trying to get a bullpen cart here in San Diego. Oh, yeah, this is a good question. I mean, you guys are in the bullpen. Like, uh, would you talk ride? about that. Yeah. Robert Stock has already ridden the bullpen He hopped on in Arizona. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. your guy. He probably I personally, every I time. personally think it was a media move just to get attention on him. He seems <laughs> like a real attention I'm willing to say that, too. I have no yeah. idea. I have no comment on that. I don't think I'd ever take it. I think it'd be really weird. A lot of people <laughs> love that jog in. Yeah. yeah. You get your blood pumping well, you know, a little bit. Uh, you someone some on Twitter actually on. made a comment that we would have never got Hell's Bells in Trevor Time if the bullpen cart existed. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. And that's, uh, that would be I mean, a you could, thing. you could rock, well, you know, if you just had your own boombox on your shoulder while you're rolling <laughs> out. That's like Kenny Powers type stuff. I am now challenging that's, Twitter to come up with amazing. a Photoshop version of you in a boombox coming in. <laughs> Here we go. From the, uh, <laughs> uh, away we, we go. go. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for taking the time. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having really appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, Brady. Rick, that was a whirlwind adventure. Yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even really, I, I know I'm not speechless often. No, you're not <laughs> ever, and uh, I'm kind of uh, a little bit, a little bit speechless. Yeah, that just went down. Yeah, was that, I, was this surreal for you? It was surreal. Yeah, I, I mean, you and I, we've both been on this field a million times. Not a million. That's that's that's, not, that's, that's over exaggerating a little calm bit. Calm down on the hyperbole. However, we've been bit. on here a bunch of times, and it's yeah. still cool. Like, look at this right now. Look at our view. It's. I mean, they're playing the they're they're playing the natural music yeah. behind us right now as we watch. Uh, we finished watching the Padres take BP. Now the Giants are taking BP. Our boots are on the ground. Yeah. Our feet are literally on the infield dirt. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of an amazing experience. So I. Before we kind of get into the recap of what it was like, I do want to thank the Padres for making this happen. Yeah. Um, we have been talking uh, to the Padres for months, since we really, since we started the podcast, um, trying to see if we can get some players on the pod. Yeah. And then it just, like, today we, lot we of drank out of a fire hose. A lot of back and forth. Yeah, back and, and forth. Like, hey, what if we came to the field? Or, hey, what if we, you know, a lot. And... And the, the suggestion for us to come down, post up, and then just sort of, let's see who we can get. Yeah. And um, I had very low expectations. <laughs> what about you? I, I did, too. I did, too. Like, I mean, and, and it's not that, you know, I didn't expect anything. But, like, you want to keep your expectations low just in case. And then whatever comes, it's, it's, it's a bonus, right? Yeah. 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 I, I try to think of my expectations in the terms of um, the same way that I, like, under promise over deliver yeah and that's sort of the way that my approach was when last week when we said like hey we think we're going to be able to record during bp you know i really didn't want to be like and we're going to get a bunch of players because yeah. i just i didn't know yeah and um i i, I don't know do i still sound flustered i i, I feel like i'm still hey, hey bro flustered. hey bro Say hi. hi, bro. That's Bernie. Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> Bernie Wilson making a cameo appearance on yeah. the Zero Chance Pod. Um, See, that's the cool thing about this. Like, right. everybody just walking by. We got mud to come by. Okay, so let's count it out, by. our guests. So we got, started with Skip Schumacher. Uh-huh. And after Skip, we got Travis Jankowski. Yep. And then, is that when Mudcat came in? That's when Mudcat, Mudcat came in, Mudcat came yeah. in for a few. After Mudcat was... Robert Stock. Robert Stock. 
after Robert Stock was. Do you, do you know who that was? I think his name was Eric Cosberg. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Hosberg is zero chance. Okay, we'll get to that. Do in we a need second. to change that uh, so that hashtag now? Yeah, Hosberg to is zero chance. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Let's think about it. Yeah. Uh, so that was our fifth. And then after Hosmer came, um, was it Trey? How do you say his, how do you say his name? Uh, Wingender. Wingenter. Wing yeah, Wingenter. Wingenter. What I was doing was yeah. saying Wingenter yeah. instead of Wingenter. Yeah. Wingenter. Yeah. 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 And he was that. with Kirby Yates. Uh-huh. And so that's that was seven. Yeah. And I think that was the – and then and then we just got broed. We just, we got, we uh, got broed. A, a quick bro. Yeah. So, I mean – Seven and a and a bro, guests in in one pod. I mean that is, that is our, our podcast on steroids right yeah. there. We even said hi to uh, RJ when we first walked in. That's too. right. Randy Jones was Bef- here before we were all set up. And um, guest number one of the pod. Guest number one, our inaugural. Inaugural. Yeah, had trouble. Our first ever guest. Yeah. Randy said, "Stay away from that word, meat." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I'm kind of still tripping out that this went down like this um what was your favorite part who was your favorite interview uh, just all of it all, all of it, it. Yeah. I, it's funny my, actually I, my favorite i think was jankowski when you threw me under the bus for the oakley's <laughs> i'd start to do it with everybody um <laughs> uh, i dude you every single except for hosmer i think every one of them had oakley's well, it's on. a it's a baseball thing oh, baseball players okay, wear so them. i can't wear them no you can't i played baseball <laughs> jerk uh yeah, it was it, it was very surreal, and I know that like I never like I never get off kilter. I never like I'm always composed, and I never am uh, speechless. And when Hosmer walked up, I wish the camera was on me when I first saw him come around, because that made everybody laugh because I was like yeah. a little giddy little schoolgirl. Uh, but man, what a fun thing! What a fun dude! And he came up and was like, "Oh, you know, I was planning on ignoring you guys yeah. the whole time." Yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of playing into uh, him. Uh, being hard to get, you know, which of course he's the, he's a, a superstar in Major League Baseball. Yeah, he is hands down the biggest name in the Padres organization, and we just had him on our podcast. I know. What, this, what a surreal experience. Do we retire from here? We just we pull up. What's what's that clown's name on the? Vontae <laughs> uh, Vontae Davis. Yeah, Vontae Davis. <laughs> yeah. Just it's yeah. halftime for the half podcast, time? and guess yeah. what? I'm out. We're just out. Mic we're drop done. It. We're done. Yeah, we're <laughs> done. We're walking off. Well, um, once again. Huge thanks to the Padres. Um, let's go get yeah. some ice cream or something. Yeah, I don't, I, it's funny. I I don't. I feel like we need to do something more. I don't. Know, I, I I don't know how much to talk Gift about. Basket? Kind of the well, how, how much to talk about the behind the scenes, kind of how this went down. You know, like we've been building a relationship with the Padres for years. Yeah. I mean, combined, almost two decades between the two of us. Wow. Of building relationships with. Um, just the way that you carry yourself, like yeah. carry yourself like a, res- a responsible human being and, and be fair. We don't ever shy away from criticizing the team when they deserve criticism. Uh-huh. Yeah. And when something is going on on the field that needs to be talked about, we address it. And, but I feel like we do it in a fair way. And that is why we've been given a fair shake to be able to come and do this. And now we just got to cross our fingers and pray. We didn't make an idiots out of ourselves <laughs> and we'll be invited <laughs> back sometime. Yeah. So Fingers crossed on that. Yeah. So this was super fun. Um, we do need to give a special shout out to our uh, our our number one sponsor, uh, Gavin Broach. Yeah. At CT2SD. Th- uh, sponsor. Our, I thought he was our intern. Well, he was our intern, but then he yeah. he actually Venmoed me one dollar. Okay. Okay. He Venmoed me one dollar, yeah. and so that made him a sponsor officially. After his poor internship 
he he actually he couldn't figure yeah. out how to make your camera work. He couldn't get the camera to work. Uh, he didn't capture my reaction to Hosmer walking out. I mean, I come up with a laundry list yeah. of ways that he. Uh, I think there's three today. three videos on that camera, and they're all of like the my feet and like the dirt. <laughs> and, yeah. and, went, and then the, maybe the worst mistake we've ever made as a podcast is we gave him access to our accounts. Yeah, so we got to go yeah. change our passwords. I know, stat. change the passwords. God only knows what he's tweeting as we speak. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you again to the Padres. Thank you to Thunderhawk Ailments. Wish you could have been here with us today, and uh, thank you, Gavin. For all of your help and man shout out gosh to all the players we just listed yeah and they were all amazing amazing yeah and uh i can't wait to do it again so um wow thank you guys for listening i hope you guys had as much fun with us today as we did like total surreal experience totally blessed to be able to be here and do this yeah. and um hashtag blessed <laughs> hashtag blessed <laughs> <laughs> Lots of prayers to Lots of Zero Chance Podcast. T's and P's. Oh, man. All what right. Day. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, our next podcast won't come anywhere near this good, yeah. but we're going to have a run at it anyway. Until yeah. next time, peace out.